Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Baby, no noise. Susan, I'm truly sorry about the loss of the baby. It's impossible. I thought so too when I first saw these slides. Yes, between. Between man and ape. This is Homo Holobus. We are in a remote part of the Congo without radio communication thanks to you. This is Susan Jameson's first tape. First clear sighting of Homo habilis, the tool maker. Other than the fact that the habilis walks upright, he has many of the behavioral gestures. It didn't take a long to get used to the monkeys cause they acted like a brothers in the zoo. And though at the beginning all our faces looked the same, before very long she knew just who was who. She knew the charms, the tame, the wild. She thought of everything but what to name the child. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve, and I'm Izzy, and this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies, and tonight, oh, tonight, Steve, oh, crap, <laughs> what is that band doing now? I, they are not on tour, I did, looked. Did they turn into like Aerosmith or something? <laughs> that was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> they all died of cocaine overdose. Oh, God, too soon. Uh, <laughs> Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. movies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 1979's Mistress of the Apes. Now, you may be asking yourself, <laughs> why? Why this movie? Because it's April! It's April! Happy April, everybody! April! And this is our, I don't know, seventh or eighth of the <laughs> Apes movie this year. We were going to see if we could squeeze one more of the Apes. <laughs> 
it like month out of it, but uh, then we discovered so many other ape movies. It's true. You know, Amazon Prime, where you've been watching Planet of the Apes movies for two months, they're like, hey, you know, customers also watch this movie with a very similar title. Oh. Oh, late 70s, you say. And that's when your wife turns to you and goes, Steve, what have you thought of April? <laughs> And he turned to me and uh, said, that's why I married you. <laughs> and like, well, only if the synopsis has something about sexy jungle women. Oh, thank God. Those are the last three words of the <laughs> synopsis on Amazon Prime. Horseshit, by the way. I mean, there are. And spoiler alert. They don't show them off, but there are the, the Batu Maidens. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. Babe, Steve. I am too fucking sober. <laughs> In general, or for this movie? Yes. What <laughs> we do we have, we have, in honor of this lovely movie. Okay. From Lagunitas, Super Cluster! <laughs> <laughs> ale. <laughs> A citrus hopped mega ale of intergalactic proportions. Ah. You were here on a speck of dust, three tiny rocks from the source. At the edge of something much larger, in the middle of something else, and at the beginning of the end. It's a lot to wrap your head around, so take it in in one gulp at a time. Life is uncertain. Supercluster is a citrus-hopped fortune mega cookie? ale. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh my god, see, this beer is my new religion. <laughs> oh, hey, the supercluster! Um, um. So we gotta drink this one for our omies. Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, yes, for your puns. <laughs> this is a huge beer, apparently, but I can't seem to find the ABV. Oh, there we go. It's 8%. Oh, That's shit. not that big. <laughs> That's not bad for a hoppy it's little true. like American Strong Ale or whatever it's supposed to be. Let's see. So this is silver printing on white. You could smell it fr floating in the air together with the beer. It mixed medleys with every kind of grand wild sound. She's Steve. an ape lady. She's the mistress of the apes. <laughs> Steve, that might be tied for Transylvania 65,000 for best movie songs right now. It's definitely not on the list for the Stevies next year. I, I don't understand. Yeah, well, you'll, 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 you'll forget it by then. You know what? Let me pop my top. Okay. Ooh. Oh, my. Oh, my top. Careful. Wow, it's a little foamy. Wow, this smells like hops. As if a super cluster of hops were thrown in. <laughs> By the way, this beer's first name was Clusterfuck, right? Oh yeah. Obviously. It's like, eh, we can't put that oh. on the thing on the can just yet. Wow, that made me tear up. <laughs> that might be the CO2. Oh. oh wow. Yeah, this is a, a, a hoppy beer. Lots and lots of citra. I can't really smell anything else. <laughs> but it's a nice clear beer. It's got a good hoppy haze. It's got a nice Dark oh, gold yeah. color with a uh, white head that dissipates quickly, probably due to the alcohol content. Yeah, Steve's very uh, very hop forward. Oh. But yeah, I'd say it's kind of like a double IPA. That is not as, as aggressive as it smells. Yeah, yeah, definitely more well-rounded than you would think just off the aroma. It reminds me a lot. I would put it on par with like the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Hmm. Just, I think because the citra is not as aggressive as some of the other hops. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, the delicious... Um, the hops are yeah a little little citrusy, uh, yeah. a little bit of that that I don't know, 
pith. Almost like grapefruit pith. Yeah, it's a little got a little astringency to it, but like in a in a nice way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is a, a good beer after a big heavy meal. Indeed. Speaking of a big heavy meal, yeah. Mistress of the Apes. Mistress of the Apes. Oh, uh, from writer director Larry Buchanan. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, you may know some of his other work since he's uh, also written and directed over 20 other movies. What? Uh, including The Naked Witch, Ooh. Naughty Dallas, Underage. By the way, technically these aren't porns, but you'll, you'll notice a trend. Uh, followed by The Trial of Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> what? Um, that one is a porn, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the one where it's like, all right, we can't make it so obvious, guys. This, this is right after underage. we got to hide it a little bit. <laughs> Come guzzling gutter sluts. That is a harsh <laughs> look at underage pro- prostitution. Lee Harvey Oswald, that's where we really let the balls hang out. Oh, the trial of Lee Harvey Oswald. It sounds like a political thriller. Why is he taking his top off? <laughs> I declare you sexy. <laughs> <laughs> And then she takes Lee, Harvey, and Oswald all at once. <laughs> it's alive. Not the good one that we know. <gasps> the uh, mutant baby. But yeah, it's on the list. <laughs> like that that's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? No, no, it's not the good one about no, the no. mutant baby who yeah. falls out of the sewer and kills everyone. <laughs> it's the other one. <laughs> A bullet for pretty boy. Ooh. Goodbye, Norma Jean. Already? This. Already? <laughs> the Loch Ness Horror. <laughs> the Horrors of Loch Ness. I have to really emphasize the second syllable horror. on that one. Horror. Down on Us. Yeah. And Good Night Sweet Marilyn. That one is important as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then unfortunately he passed away in 2004. Oh, it sounds like he's about to become a patron saint of this <laughs> <Right>. podcast. <laughs> Larry Buchanan Month. Yeah. I could tell you who stars in this movie, but you don't know them. Nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, they do look like people, though. <laughs> yes, they do look like people. <laughs> like, Very convincing mannequins. No, like, no, no. So, like, they have, like, a trail guide through Africa, and he sort of looks like uh, the next-door neighbor dad from that 70s show. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stark. Don Stark. Or, eh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I was thinking, okay... If we were to recast this thing. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the movie. Right, you want to save it till the end? No, let's do it. All right. <laughs> uh, let's go with, uh, well, Susan is the main lady, the blonde chick. Oh. Uh, if I'm we were to cast I've, her with somebody. I've seen it twice and I'm glad I finally know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not important to the plot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, blonde chick, if you were to cast her with somebody today. Kristen Bell. <laughs> uh, actually, you, you know who might be down? Katherine Heigl. She'll star Ooh, in just about anything. Yeah. <laughs> you could see that, right? I totally could. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm completely blanking. It's a lady comedian. She was in Keanu as the, like, celebrity. Yeah, so when they're with the gang, they show up at a celebrity's house and they, like... Oh, Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Oh, that's right. She was blonde in that movie. Oh, I completely forgot about her. <laughs> I think we should be Anna Ferris. Yeah, so, since she did the... Uh, uh, Overboard remake yeah. that nobody saw. Yeah, yeah, she we might be down for that. Do do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll watch that right after we watch Point Break, the remake. No, I want to see the Overboard remake more than I want to see Point. Break. As far as I'm concerned, Point Break didn't happen. Ooh, we could do which is worse. No, because we're not gonna we're not gonna pr- we're gonna pretend that Point Break didn't happen. Remember, we were not all right. Gonna so Anna Ferris stars as Susan in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. 
Um, She'd be down, I feel like, after watching this movie. <laughs> all right. And then her boss at the magazine or whatever. Yeah, the sleazy guy. Yeah, he... I, I hate to say Paul Giamatti. Oh, my God. But, it'd be so good, though. Because he's a little more... <laughs> even more slimy than Paul Giamatti. Like... <laughs> It makes Paul Giamatti like, look like... Like, if Paul Giamatti looked like Dom DeLuise... <laughs> Paul Giamatti could be the poacher. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the poacher guys. I yeah. Ooh. John Leguizamo plays the, the editor of the... <laughs> I think we're thinking of different characters. <laughs> the guy who's taking the sleazy pictures uh, when he's first <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that... Yeah. Maybe we should get into the movie first. All right. <laughs> We're so, already off the rails. <laughs> we're what, 20 minutes in? No. <laughs> yeah, only because we're off the rails. All right. So the movie starts with a skull. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, a quote from African Genesis. Uh, Nothing to do with anything, really. But, it you know. It never relates back to the movie again. Nope. Uh, but, yeah, it gives the credits. There's like some sort of jungle music and stuff going on. And then we get a shot of New York. It's obviously New York. But then you get. A jungle somewhere on the eastern seashore. <laughs> right. Like, we get it. New York wanted nothing to do with this yeah. movie. <laughs> it wanted, it was so against the making of this movie. It's like, no, you can't even use the name New York. God help you if you show one of the towers. <laughs> if something happens to those towers, God help you. Wait. <laughs> and then there's a, uh, a girl on a hospital bed. Yeah. She's uh, having a baby, but it's it's, it's not, not going well. It's not very clear. Yeah, yeah. She looks like she's just... Passed lo- out? Looks like they're, like, cutting her guts open or something, but... It, she sort of looks like she's just drunk, and they're, like, pumping her stomach. Yeah. <laughs> like, we gotta get all this semen out of her. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> have me the vacuum. Uh, but unfortunately, around that time... <laughs> Oscar Isaac, Rami Malek, and Jason Matsukas break into the hospital. That's true. <laughs> now, it's not really those actors, but it might as well be those it actors. It 100% looks like them. <laughs> the main guy definitely looks like Oscar Isaac with like the mustache and everything. The guy behind him looks just like Rami Malek. Yeah. And then, of course, Jason Matsukas. Yeah. Just goes. <laughs> but uh, basically, they break in. They're basically like... Oh, that's right. That like blonde receptionist lady. He's like holding a knife up to her. She's supposed to be a nurse, but she's just like, like, give us what is it? The heavy powder and the pretty key, and it's like I don't even know what you're asking. She's just like she says it like she's in like she's a porn actress. Like I don't know, shaking hair. What you're talking about? Shake my head. Ah, come on, lady. You know what we want. Ah. I don't know. Shake my head. Smacks her around a little bit. Shake my head. And then we cut to like cops are like having a discussion in the cop car. Like, is this the new murder capital of the world? Yeah, that's what I heard. We passed up Detroit or something. And then all of a sudden they get a call like, uh, the hospital you're in the parking lot of is apparently being taken over (laughs) by a a trio of Academy Award nominees. (laughs) (laughs) They want drugs. <laughs> and they're looking for that heavy powder. As soon as we figure out what that is, it's probably cocaine. But, uh, I've been grinding lead all day. How did they know? Yeah. <laughs> In, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so then uh, the Oscar Isaac looking one goes into the, uh, the operation room mm-hmm. or surgery room or whatever. Um, and the doctor's like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And so then he, like, stabs the doctor a couple times. And then she falls out of the, the bed that she was lying in. Yeah, why does she fall out of bed? I don't know. Gravity, okay. I assume. 
Uh, then the worst cops ever come in and they're basically like, hey, you with the gun pointed at us. Step put, to the put, side. put the gun down. Say that. Ah, stop shooting us. Ah, we're not even trying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we cut to the next day. Susan, the blonde lady, is in her bed and everyone's bringing her flowers and everything. Oh, I didn't think anyone brought us flowers anymore. You're my favorite customer. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody's like, yeah, it's unfortunate what happened to your, your baby and then we lost I'm just, it. I'm just going to try and move on. I haven't heard from my husband in eight months. Have you seen him? <laughs> As a matter of fact, we just got a letter that he's missing. By the way, oh, no. I'm your boss at the magazine, remember? It's true, the gun magazine that I work for. Yes, the gun magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, her boss's name is David. But her <laughs> husband's name is Earl and he's missing, of course, in the Congo. Now we know Woo! why we want to watch this movie. Uh, then we go back to David's house where he's having a photo shoot with Random Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, posing in a nightie in front of like uh, these like African masks. And he's like, yeah, maybe show off the goods. Yeah, now turn that way. Yeah, get in the light. Yeah. And that's about <laughs> the pacing of it, too, where... Yeah. Even the lady posing is like, wait, like this? Like, no, like that? Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Now bend over. E. And then... <laughs> I got it. Played by Ron Jeremy. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I was trying to think of like, Ron looks like Ron Jeremy, but is actually an actor. No, let's just go full Ron Jeremy. <laughs> All right. Ron Jeremy is playing David. And the, the girl getting her picture taken is kind of like, Oh, what would your wife think about this? And then we get a couple of, like, his wife's glam shots on a table next to him. He's like, ah, we got an open relationship. Ah, let me see the goods now. Yeah, take... She won't even be home. She's out spending my money on my credit card. (laughs) Oh, that's right. And he says, why don't you just shut up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I hear a car. I think it's her. You gotta go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get scarce, bitch. Um, and then it's Susan and, uh, Paul, who's like the, uh, the person that was with Susan's husband in the Congo. He's like a, like a tracker dude. Yeah. He's the guy who I think looks like the next door neighbor dad from that 70s show. Oh, that's, I was thinking more like, like Clooney would probably play him. Oh, totally. Like he needs to be charismatic and he needs to be a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks like, like a Robert Forrester kind of guy. Like just very... I got it. Yeah. Gerard Butler. You know what? Since we got <laughs> Catherine Heigl as the blonde, I'm in. Unless we have uh, <laughs> it'll be, Anna uh, Ferris. It'll be that bounty hunter thing again. Oh, yeah. Well, Catherine Heigl can play the uh, the wife of the editor. There we go. Then we got them both. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, the wife of the editor doesn't look like... Well, she's a brunette, but... They can wear wigs. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We can just throw a wig on her. Or we could just swap it up. Why are you always trying to change people's color, babe? No. I'm just kidding. You know of the what? hair. Of the if hair. People, if people want to change. People can be whatever they want. All right. All right. All right. Catherine. I worship a beer now, Steve. <laughs> Fine. Catherine Heigl can play Laura, who is David's wife. Yes. I like it. I'm not going to remember any of these names I know. now. <laughs> Starting now. I know. That's why you got me. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Paul comes back and he's like, yeah. We may have found something. Uh, there was a roll of film that we found, and we had the picture. The pictures were all blurry, but then we actually did it, gave it to competent people who were able to zoom and enhance or whatever. And then, uh, not a thing, by the way, guys. As yeah. an illustrator, <laughs> zoom and enhance is not a thing. 
I mean, you can sort of do it with film in that you can zoom in and up the contrast because like technically it's all captured on the film. Like if you've got a wide focus, it's technically all there. But if it's a shitty picture, it's still just a shitty picture. Yeah. But uh, basically it's all presented by slideshow mm-hmm. and they find out that they've discovered Homo habilis. Yeah, because Homo erectus would have been too funny. <laughs> right. The, the missing link between man and ape. By the way, if you look up Homo habilis, he looks like a chimp. Yeah. That is not what they portray later. They no. <laughs> were looking more at like Homo erectus or Homo sapien. They were looking like guys they found at Muscle Beach and put monkey mask on. <laughs> they stole the Planet of the Apes costumes once again. <laughs> Howling too, damn you! <laughs> so yeah, basically, uh, David, Laura, Paul, and Susan all hop on a plane to Africa. You don't see that part, but you do see them pulling up uh, at a trading post. And there's three guys in a hut. Yeah. Yeah, three guys in a hut. Yeah. Yeah, there's like the guy that runs the training post and then two poachers. And they're like, ah, easy pickings. You wouldn't be holding out on us. And he's like, no, no, this guy's one of my main contacts, though. So uh, I'll let you know if they're easy pickings later on. Oh, and they're having an argument about money because they completed a job for one of the edit for the editor and he hasn't paid them yet. Oh, yeah. Because he wants proof. What would that job be, Steve? We made sure he was dead when we left him. The hyenas were eating his guts. That's right, eating his guts down by the river. I need proof more than just his bag. More than just his bag. Get me some of them guts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want his bag. I want his sack. <laughs> <laughs> so we found out, yeah, David's a, the bad guy. Basically had the husband killed. Uh, but yeah, he needs proof. And then uh, there's... Why did he have the husband killed? Uh, because he wanted to be the one... that gets all the credit for discovering Homo homilis mm. because then apparently he'd become a billionaire or the magazine would yeah, or something. He owns a gun movie. <laughs> he owns the gun, gun magazine. Movie, he owns the gun magazine. Yeah. He owns the gun magazine. Yeah, but, but then it would be a famous gun magazine. So it's not Guns and Rifles Monthly? Right. That's right, because yeah. Guns and Rifles are separate things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Projectiles Weekly. <laughs> now with an exclusive look at Homo Hobilis. <laughs> Can they shoot guns? We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, Paul talks to the uh, the Bantu chief, the, the chief of the local tribe. Um, and basically, he says he wants to go uh, you know, th- couple, 30 miles west where we were before. And he's like, uh, none of my guys will go there. But you can take a couple, couple women if you want to trade for them. So, well, the, the reasoning here is that... There are demons out in those woods, but the demons won't touch a woman oh, because yeah. okay. Bantu maidens are sacred, but they're tradable for cattle. <laughs> so demons won't touch sacred things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, sacred women. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Oh, that's right. And then Matthew's the guy that uh, runs the uh, trading post. When he uh, goes out and says that he wants proof and all that stuff, yeah. he basically slaps one of the poachers into the river. Like, yeah. just gives him a mighty little backhand. Backslap. Backhand. But yeah, basically he's like, all right, now you guys, uh, to, to pay me back, you got to follow them. And, you know, if they if they find out anything good, make sure you get all the stuff and kill them. So then we'll be rich. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Are we allowed to do some side hunting, boss? Sure. Why not? Whatever. All righty. So yeah, so basically the the four main people and then three of the Bantu maidens, uh, they set up tents for the yeah, night. And after... I like the the thing when they were like when he's like trading for him and he's like, can they carry a pack? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, why else would you have them? Oh, that's right. And that's when uh, the, the Burnett, the wife of the editor, goes, I guess women's lib hasn't reached Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Which feels weirdly out of place in this movie. Like, yeah, it is late 70s. But... Oh, I know. But like the rest of the movie, like, I don't know. They don't really make her out to be that gal. Well, well, especially when almost immediately later we're checking out her side boob while she's taking a bath in the river. But, it's true. Uh, but yeah. Oh, that's right. And then uh, David makes his move on Susan uh, with his wife, Laura, literally 10 feet away in another tent. Right. And he, he's basically like, by the way, the purpose of this mission is to help her find her husband. Yeah. And you're like, and he's like, like rubbing her back and basically like. Oh, and her yeah. shirt's completely unbuttoned and she's not wearing yeah. a hat. She's just walking around like that. Yeah. There's, uh, it, it's just a really awkward scene. And then basically like, you know, I'm still married and we're here to find my husband. And he's basically like, psh, uh, bitch, you're giving all mixed signals here. <laughs> right. But uh, she doesn't bother uh, buttoning her shirt at all. No. In fact, uh, okay. So, so Dave was like trying to like, Hey, I want a nightcap and then maybe a little something after. So what does she do after kicking him out of the tent? Takes the beverages, goes mm-hmm. over to Paul's tent, and is basically like, want a nightcap? Right? Uh, what? <laughs> anyway, so then we got to the next day, and they're uh, going, you know, the next ten miles into the jungle. Uh, but then there's rocks tossed at them. <laughs> and, they're, no! and, and, of course, David, like, immediately starts firing his, uh, oh, what was the rifle? It was like a Winchester 308 or something like that. They said it, like, 15 times. Something like that, because it's a gun magazine. Yeah. But uh, then Paul's like, no, these were warning rocks. If they wanted to kill us, we'd be dead already. They're bas- they're they've bas- been chiseled. <laughs> they're basically telling us we need to get the fuck off their land. Oh, yeah, they, like, set up camp or something. Yeah, and, and Laura's like, I'm going to stay here with the Bantu maidens. You guys all go on ahead. Yeah, that's right, because they're going to look the last couple of miles to, like, around the camp because, you know, there might be trouble. And Susan insisted that she should go. And So then they stumble upon Homo Hobilis. With are basically bodybuilders with ape faces. Yeah. <laughs> but then David pulls out the rifle, lets oh no. off a shot, what? and shoots a female. No. Why? Cause. Cause he can. Yeah. Cause he had the rifle. He had a niche. I don't know. Oh, that's right. And then they're like almost immediately after the uh, poacher snagged up a leopard in uh, one of those hanging traps or whatever, mm-hmm. where it, like hooks around their feet and hangs them upside down. By the way, the realest leopard that ever leoparded. Oh, the realest leopard who ever leoparded in the history of leopards, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but uh, Susan hears the leopard going, Hello. and so she goes. The go- realest roars that ever roared yeah. in the history of roars. <laughs> and and she's going to cut the leopard down, and I'm like, oh, cool. Then the leopard will probably eat you. That leopard should have been gutting her while she was cutting it down. Leopards don't understand. Steve, hang Mister Pickles by his toes, real quick. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. No, we won't yeah. do that to you, Mr. Bickley. Yeah, no, well, she's here anyway. I'll do that in my own time. All right, but if you're gutted when I come back... Oh, damn it. I don't want to clean that shit up. Uh, it's also around the time we find out from the poachers that uh, zoos will pay about two grand for a leopard in 1979. Right? That's what, about ten grand now? Maybe Something 15? like that, yeah. So, yeah. at least they're not killing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, basically the poachers are there. They're like, hey, what are you doing here, pretty bond lady? We should probably just rape you out here in the jungle. Yeah. But then uh, the guys show up, fire off a couple shots, and basically tell them, we'll report you to the authorities. We don't get the fuck out of here. And they go, and then the poachers are like, well, it's not like you guys have any permits either. So how about we all just uh, keep this to ourselves? 
Hmm. All right. But but still, get the fuck out of here. And the next scene is uh, the Bantu maidens uh, bathing in the river at night while one of them. One of them. Was it? Oh yeah, I guess it was just the one. But uh, but it was showing like stock footage of like alligators or crocodile or gay yeah, alligators. Yeah. By the way, she's supposed to be like local there. She knows not to bathe in the river at no. night, right? No. Why not? I mean, the hippos will get you. It's true, and they're nocturnal. They so they're want poisonous that fucking money. <laughs> and the robot. And they're they're nocturnal, so they're only poisonous at night. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon Stone. God damn it. <laughs> God damn sphere. References from so many past episodes. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, this Bantu maiden, she gets out so fresh and so clean, but then is immediately killed in slow motion by a caveman. And even in the Amazon Prime version that we saw. By the way, free on Amazon Prime, so feel free to check it out if you want. You really can't tell what's going on. No. It's so dark and... Yeah. Gritty. gritty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it shows that they're getting bolder. The Bantu Maidens are no longer sacred. Yep. Or is it that one of their females were killed? So an eye for an eye. Yeah. Mm. And I've written down, uh, somebody mentions the, the Marquis of King... Queensbury rules. Yeah. Oh, because like, the, the. Do you mean the marquee? The the poachers come to stay at the camp with them. Oh, because yeah. Because it's getting dangerous out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do do you mean the marquee of Queensbury though? No, the Marquis. Marquis. Okay. I'm okay with that. And then we get a, a flashback dream uh, where Susan's remembering the the scene in the hospital <gasps> and she's screaming like a porn star. Like it's really awkward. <gasps> Yeah, but... <laughs> Steve's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, I don't know what she's having. <laughs> but yeah, so then Susan's like, okay, I'm gonna go, uh, uh, you know, check this out with Paul and David. Uh, Laura, would you mind, you know, staying here looking over camp? And then she says this line, Just call me Florence Nightingale. Ain't democracy wonderful? And I have like five question marks after that, because so I have no idea what the marks. fuck that's about. She keeps saying things. <laughs> this is what happens when you let women speak in movies. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I was just agreeing with you. Isn't that what your point was? Mm. Caster? It's the ghost of Caster Troy. Oh, uh, R.A.P. Caster. But, uh, but then there's also a scene where David like tells the poachers that basically, you know what, if you guys want to fuck my wife, go for it. Right? What? <laughs> okay. They're just married. They like I, they kind of hinted at that like if they got divorced she'd get all the money. Yeah. So he w- just like would rather have her killed. Okay. Well, so then we get to the poachers uh raping Laura. Uh we'll just quickly go over that scene. Uh Susan then uh watches uh the, the caveman do like a funeral procession for uh for the female. And she's narrating it like she's Jane Goodall or something. And yeah. Like, it appears to be some sort of ritual. This this means they have to be Homo Hobilis, the tool maker. I can't tell by their tiny axes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the rocks that they were throwing at us that seemed to be like batarangs. Oh, God. Okay, and then we go back to the camp, and David's there. And his wife is, like, hobbling back after being raped by the poachers. Right? And he's just fucking laughing. And I'm just like, what yeah, is he's happening? He's a psychopath. <laughs> Paul comes back early because uh, he was out looking for, I don't know, looking for some food or something like Jed Clampett. 
But then basically he gets clocked in the back of the head by uh, David and he and Laura gets t- get tied up. Mm-hmm. And then we get probably the most uncomfortable scene of this movie. Oh. Yes, even more than the implied rape scene. Uh, we get the scene where, I, I forget exactly, I, I think, what did Laura do? She like spat in some, one of the poachers' no, faces or something? she kicked him in the junk when they were tussling. Oh, that's right. And that's so right. since he, she kicked his naughty bits, he was going to tear up hers, pulls out a knife and rapes her with a knife. Yeah. By the way, she seems weirdly, like, not as affected by it as I would right, be. Right, the rest of the movie, it's like, oh, that was kind of uncomfortable. Like, I'm like, just gonna go pee now. Like, like she handled it like, basically, she just, like, cut her cut her pants or something. And, like, oh, that was scary. But, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't show so, the act, but it's, like, implied where it's, like, the knife is down there and yeah, it shows they zoom her screaming. In on, and, they zoom yeah. in on the guide and he's, like, turning away. Yeah, yeah, Paul or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Then we smash cut to... Smash cut to Susan at the camp of the cave people. Uh, basically, she's like listening to the cavemen uh, talking back and forth, like echoing off the canyon walls. And she's like talking about it into her recorder, about like how she's starting to pick up some of their language. And she thinks she can communicate with them, which, by the way, she's the worst scientist ever. If you have a secluded group of people like that, you don't want them to know you're watching them. You want to no. observe everything. No, she's going to like become part of their society now. Yep. But within two seconds of someone being horribly sexually attacked with a knife. Yeah. We get ape lady. She's, She's the mistress of the ape. There once was a lady who got sick of the city, so she made herself a plan to get out of the city, find the roots in the jungle where a woman is a woman and a man is a man. She went looking for her mate. She didn't find a man, so she found herself a name. First time we watched this movie, I could not believe Steve actually stopped it, re- like rewound it, so that we could like make sure it had like we're like I don't think Amazon Prime skips, but I think it skipped. <laughs> it was fucking it's like, nuts. Ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah, oh, and while the song is going, yes, in its entirety, all three or four minutes of Wait. it, she's like eating a banana, but like deep throating L- it yeah. with like one of the cavemen like doing the same thing back to her and. Mm. Oh my god. And then she starts talking like, Aga! 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 Is this before or after she breastfeeds the baby? Oh, that's later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or actually, I think it's not too far later, but yeah, that's a little later. I was gonna say, that's like right in here, though. Like, then we cut back to the camp. Mm-hmm. 
And Paul basically comes up with a plan where it's basically like, when uh, when the poacher guy lets you go to the bushes to pee, he always leaves the knife there on the table. Yeah. Well, and he stands over here watching me. You should grab that knife on the way back and shank his ass. And she's like, okay, let's try it. Why not? Excuse me, I know you just raped me with that knife there, but can I pee? Yeah, sure, whatever. Alrighty, make sure you stick it in that table right there. Alright, tink. Alrighty, I'm just gonna pee now. So, uh, you come here often here, Paul? You guys hang out here in the Congo, you know. Ah! 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 <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and then we come back to the, around the camp, the caveman camp. The cavemen are all chasing a rabbit around a field. It's true. And then one of them, I, I don't know, there's like Looney Tunes music or something <laughs> going on. <laughs> and, then, and then one of them gets it and then offers it to Susan to say like, hey, look, I, I, I got a bunny. Look, I'm offering you food. <laughs> look what I can do. One of them shows like, hey, look, I caught this rabbit. Another oh. one pushes him out of the way to go back to camp. He's oh, all pissed yeah. off. Yeah, They're fighting for her already. a little jealousy going on. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to play in later. It is. Oh, my God. Good call. But yeah, then Susan just casually like meets up with Paul and Laura somewhere. Oh, hey, I don't, I don't even know how they met each other. Like, they didn't I have think Paul and La- Laura are fleeing for their lives yeah. and stumble upon the uh, the eight-man encampment. Oh, and, and their conversation is totally like, where have you been, Susan? Like, oh, you know, just hanging out with the cavemen. I think they've got like eight letters in their language. Yeah, 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 that's great. Well, your husband was killed. Laura got raped with a knife. And uh, Dave and the poachers are trying to fucking kill us. Oh, because I was pretty sure I was just going to, like, hang out with the ape guys for a while. You guys go back to camp, okay? Uh, I, I feel like you didn't hear what you I just said. handle this. I'm pretty sure We're actually can. handling this really cool, I, too. I gotta go. Ega needs me. O- okay. Bye-bye. Tell Ega I said Uga Chaka. That's, that's too many, that's too many letters already. You just, oh, is you that, don't a, is that a different it. dialect? I feel like I'm you're not sorry. even listening to me. You know what? You're right. Uh, Laura, let's get the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> Steve and Izzy recreate movies. Yeah, nobody fucking reacts appropriately. No! They're not reacting appropriately to fighting the missing link. She's not reacting appropriately to her supposed friend getting raped. Yeah. Or that... Well, her friend was kind of like, yeah, that kind of happened. Yeah, or that the person that she... Her boss, who she trusted, had her husband killed. Yeah. Or that poachers are hunting them for sport now. Yeah, they're just like, oh, all right, well... Shit, I guess I'll uh, be hanging out with the cavemen while you guys... I don't know, what do you guys plan on doing? Well, we were going to do something about it. Yeah, we're going to go full commando, guerrilla commando tactics on them and, like, all kinds of distraction. Uh, keep them from sleeping and all that. And then, uh, you know, we're going to throw some bullets in a fire to scare them a little bit, you know. Yeah, all those things we learned in Nam. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so then the next scene, uh, Susan stumbles upon a gorilla. It's true, a real gorilla. A real gorilla, not a dude in a suit. No, it's totally a dude totally in a suit. Totally the realest gorilla. It's realer than the gorilla in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, probably. Or, I'm sorry, Escape from Planet of the Apes. Oh, the one in the cage, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Basically, the gorilla is, like, talking, you know, doing the whole thing like he's about to attack Susan, but then one of the cavemen jumps in and fights him, ooh, uh, again, ooh, uh, uh, in super slow motion. Super grit, grainy, like artificially zoomed in weird slow motion you can't tell what's going on yeah it, it, well you the only thing i could tell that was going on you can kind of see the axe the caveman has yeah but he like hits it on the gorilla's chest and it, I, I swear it's like a like a plastic axe like, like it bends mm, backwards mm, and yeah like it doesn't 
even i don't know cause the gorilla's like chest to move like it's just like oh don't don't hit that suit too hard you're gonna tear oh, it oh we gotta return that to the rental agency by tuesday <laughs> and i've written down why does the caveman have jim morrison's hair it's true because <laughs> he's the hot one steve yeah. we're gonna get yeah. to that well yeah uh, so after the fight, uh, the caveman wins, obviously, and protects yeah. Susan's honor. Uh, so she goes to wash her clothes in the river, as mm-hmm. one does. Yeah. You know, you have to have wet clothes when you go to bed in the Absolutely. jungle. Oh, is this before or after she nursed the baby? Uh, she comes back and That's nurses right. the and baby. Nurses the baby. Uh, because... Winning the heart of the, the widower. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he basically, she's taken over for the female that was killed by David earlier. And is basically like, oh, okay, well, uh... We'll we'll t- get this taken care of, and this baby will stop screaming and be healthy and grow to be, you know, fantastic. And I have all this milk because I apparently just lost my baby a day and a half ago. Yeah, two days ago, or th- maybe three, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it was instantly like, oh, you uh, you were in pretty bad shape there in the hospital. Yeah, but I'm good now. You know, yeah, I've been... I'm ready to hike through rural Africa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she slaps her wet t-shirt back on and goes back to the cave she sleeps in now. Mm-hmm. And then I've written down, do you think Jane Goodall ever fucked one of the apes? <laughs> Steve, you know the answer to that. I mean, I don't. You I don't I, honestly, I don't really want to know either. I'm just going to assume it's yes. Steve, if your dick is a dowsing rod, is it pointing <laughs> yes to yes or no? Yes. Um, but so, yeah, when the, when the caveman kind of eases his way in there and is kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, what are you, what are you doing in here? He kind of lays down next to her and then just sort of plops a hand on a titty. Oh, oh, she totally is like, you can, you can touch me like this if you want. And then like takes her shirt off. And by the way, I'm sure with her breasts full of milk, she super wants them rubbed right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, well, they just got drained. I'm sure mm. by, by a monkey. I'm sure baby. there's no like chafing or anything. Yeah. Going yeah. On. Yeah. She's fine with also, it. Also, she just had a baby like three days ago. I'm sure those innards are ready for penetration. <laughs> well, luckily that caveman D satisfies her quite well. Right? The cleanest D for those torn up parts. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, what? we are not joking here. There is like a full scene. Yeah. Where it's like focused on her face basically and it's oh, yeah. pretty oh, yeah. interesting. Oh oh ugh. And then Don't stop. And then immediately after, Ugg, or, you know, the main caveman, basically goes outside. The hot one, Jim Morrison. Yeah, the Jim Morrison one. Uh, but Iga is not pleased. Iga is not The pleased. jealous one attacks him. And there's nothing like a post-coital hammer fight. Yeah. Oh, you know, post-coital, Steve's looking for a hammer fight. That's right. <laughs> he just wanders into the street, mostly <laughs> naked. A post-coital sword <laughs> fight that turns into a sword versus a whip fight. <laughs> No. <laughs> just nothing but leather <laughs> uh but uh Ugg or you know the, the jim morrison one wins that fight yeah so then we cut back to the uh, david and the poachers camp where there's a snake in a coffee can ah, uh, don't close lids yeah an actual quote from the movie. yeah <laughs> <laughs> snakes don't close lids somebody's planting them here oh after they were the the after what's her what are their names again uh paul and laura after paul and laura kept us up all night i can't take this let's break camp and head back to town yep leave them alone here in the jungle yep they're about ready to give up but then one of the cavemen gets snapped up in a bear trap and gets shot a bunch of times but who shoots him because dave and the poachers weren't there 
The only people oh, that were they there. Oh, Paul killed one of the poachers. That happened at some point because well, then, then well, no, the, the, the Laura killed one of the poachers. Laura killed one of the poachers. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, then now the other guy wants revenge for his, I'm assuming, lover. Yeah. Oh, their poacher obviously. Lovers? I mean, any port in a storm, babe. He's been in the yeah. Congo a long time. It's true. Just he catching leopards and He can't afford a Bantu maiden. <laughs> you do you know how expensive cows are in Africa, Steve? <laughs> Very. <laughs> what, you just want to get a Mercedes too while you're out there? Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, the, so the caveman's gotten a bear trap, and he's he takes like eight rifle shots. I yeah. assume it's supposed to be from Dave or the poacher, but they don't show up until later in the scene. Yeah, which is why it was like, what? Who's oh, shooting it? What's happening? It's uh, it's part of the trap. It's a bear trap with an automatic like rifle shot. Okay, all right, I'll buy it. <laughs> why not? Makes more sense than the rest of this movie. <laughs> There's nothing that makes a leopard pelt nicer than a lot of buckshot. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, we'll see if you need holes to aerate it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because then after that happens, then we cut to, I assume, later. Yeah. When David is um, in one of the traps. And then the poacher gets his, uh, his the, the cavemen start fighting. Yeah. Um, the guys and the poacher gets his bolo tie, as you put it. Yeah. And the little bolo wraps around <laughs> his neck and kills him. And I'm like, that's fucking clever. He threw a bolo and now he's got a bolo tie. Yeah. But yeah, but then the caveman has uh, uh, his rifle and they're fucking around with it, shooting. Yeah. Um, and then the caveman shoots David as he's in the trap. Yeah. Yeah, basically now the cavemen have weapons. Or like like yeah. rifles and stuff. Yeah, we have introduced firearms to these uh, Neolithic people. Yep. So the bad guys are dead. Susan, Paul, and Laura are just hanging out talking. And Susan yeah. says, I'm going to live with the cavemen now. I want to study them. Even though we've completely ruined their society by interfering. By the way, I know it's only been like eight hours, but um, I'm pregnant and having a caveman baby. Oh no, she didn't say that. We get uh, we get the other oh, one yeah. going. But what about when the baby comes? Yeah, yeah. Again, you've been there for eight hours. I'm assuming just because they fucked. Yeah, well, it's like it's like you know how you increase fertility. You be seventeen in the back of a car. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Oh. If you get fucked by a caveman in the wild, you're pregnant automatically. That's right. And then Susan like says something like, well, at least it'll be a lot safer this time around. Then when you were in the hospital that was Sorry. randomly taken over by Oscar Isaac and his, <laughs> his buddy of Academy Award nominated actors. No, no, no. That is that is not the norm, even in the 70s in New York. But, yeah. Steve, it is 70s New York. I mean, it's a shithole. I've seen Taxi Driver. I know what's up. Anyway. Oh, I always liked Taxi. I always thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> With Dr. Christopher Walker, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Oh, yeah. fuck that noise. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Paul and Laura leave, and then roll credits, and then we get another wonderful song to end this cheerful tale of hope and whimsy. Ape Mother! <laughs> Ape lover, she's a mistress of the apes. By the way, the name of that band, J.R.F. Peel and W. Malone. 
but and so yeah while the credits are going uh we get where we get to see susan you know she has the baby um you see the caveman putting on sunglasses yep and then basically the last minute is susan like climbing up to the top of a rock and just stretching strutting just Shirt just barely button yeah she has a hell of a body for having had two kids right in the jungle in the jungle uh completely disease free and then completely surrounded by ape men ladies and gentlemen mistress of the apes by the way i just gotta throw this in here real quick before we conclude this oh. they killed the only female in that tribe right apparently yeah, so she's getting fucked by all those apes, right? Uh, save it for the sequel. <laughs> Ape gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> she's the engine of the train. <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen, that was Mistress of the Apes. Oh my god, you guys, you have to go watch this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. It is a quick, like, 78 minutes it is ridiculous. It's spectacular. I highly recommend it, Steve. Yeah, what do I, you think? I would too. It's if you like horrible movies, watch it with some <laughs> friends. Feel free to skip forward through some parts, like uh, involving rape. But no, you don't want to fast forward to that because then you might miss the beginning of the song. Oh, that's true. It happens that quickly. It's uh, true. <laughs> you ha- besides, you can't you- even watch it at time and a half. It might blend together. You need a little bitter so that the sweet is sweeter. <laughs> all right well on that note we're gonna take a quick commercial break <laughs> and when we come back we have more beer what fun facts impossible and what we learned well, from mistress of the apes this is gonna be a short episode <laughs> hi this is dana gould and you're listening to everything i learned from movies on your radio phone computer television or record player have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself what were they thinking because we sure have so much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop? No, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey everybody, you like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies, or any and all of your other favorite podcasts, and the whole time you're earning pod coins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code STEVEIZZY, you get 300 pod coins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listening now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app, Use the code STEVEIZZY, and you're already 300 pod coins ahead of the game. And using a great podcatcher. Check it out today. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? 
Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. It's true. But I'm still not sure they hold the candle to the score of this movie. <laughs> Best original nuts. themes? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. It's definitely on the short list. <laughs> Take that. Anything uh, John Williams has ever done. John Williams is good, but is he Mistress of the Apes good? <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, song, song for song. I mean, he may have more of a, a discography. Yeah. But J.R.F. Peel and W. Malone, I mean. Yeah. 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 What other songs do you know by them, Steve? I don't know. But they're definitely not as good as these. <laughs> Babe, I'm a little thirsty. Are you now? Yep. And that's why in my lap, I have a selection from Benoit Casper Brewing in oh! Richmond, California. It is their New Rules Brute IPA, 6.6%. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pickles. You, you are not... do not want to be here, Pickles. All right. We have this in a growler, but I have a feeling this is very highly carbonated, and That's... that Steve may end up with some of it in his lap. That's why I'm opening it, not her this time. <laughs> All right, lean back. I'm going to pop the top. Oh, that wasn't too bad. Hmm. How here. are we going to do this? This is, like, literally filled to the top. Guys, yeah. this is, like, the fullest here. thing you've ever I'll seen. Do it over my lap. Okay. Do you want some napkins? Nope. Do you want some ape love? I want it to that pour the fuck pour? out. I don't know why it's not. Okay, there we go. And the pour. No. Ooh. Yeah. I'll skip over it's that. very effervescent. You may be able to hear that. <laughs> All right. Not if they're in a car. <laughs> Somebody's in their commute and is, damn you, Izzy! <laughs> For those of you not familiar with the Brood IPA, they are a little bit hoppy and very, very dry. Like, almost champagne Fucking. dry. Woo! Very, very bubbly. It's effervescent. Like, you can put, like, two ounces in a can, and it will bubble over the top. I'm just going to reach between your lap here and wipe up your mess. Yeah, finish that off, would you? Yeah, just wipe some of this head off your lap. All right. Now we're four plays then. All right. <laughs> Got a nice little hoppy nose. You can, like, smell the CO2 on this. Oh, yeah. It has a carbonic bite. There is almost, like, no malt backbone to this. Like, it's slightly hopped. There's a little bit of a little bit of maltiness, but, yeah, definitely, like, yeah. really light, almost champagne-like. 
Yeah, this is a nice one. Like, if you're just starting to get into hoppy beers but don't want anything, like, too crazy, try some of these Brute IPAs. Mm. Really nice. Nice and dry. And a sneaky and, 7%, too. Yeah. Or 6.6 .6 or whatever it was. Illegal in Utah. Yeah. All right. Who wants some fun facts? Fun facts. They're super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. All right. I don't have too many because I can't find a lot about this movie. I know. Shocking, right? What? Um, however... This was the last movie of Barbara Lee's career. Uh, she's the girl that played Laura. Apparently, uh, being raped with a knife was where she drew the line on her acting <laughs> career. That's a shame. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 maybe maybe she decided to have a family or something after that. I, it didn't give me a whole lot of info. <laughs> but yeah, last movie. Stuart Lancaster's in this movie, and he plays Brady. I believe uh, he's the older poacher guy. Okay. Um, he was the only one I could find with really other acting credits that I knew. Uh, apparently he was the old man in Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Ooh. And he was also in Batman Returns as, uh, the, uh, Penguin's doctor when the Penguin's oh. being born. Okay. You know, Paul Rubens and, uh, whoever played the wife. He was also the voiceover, uh, for the press conference toilet scene in the Naked Gun movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's that's a credit to have, I guess. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. So, babe, what did we learn from Mistress of the Apes? Real quick. Oh. So, Barbara Leahy, born Barbara Ann Kish. She is a actress and fashion model. Ooh. She used to date Steve McQueen. Oh, shit. And was the first vampirella. What? Yep. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. And this ended her career. Apparently. Right. She also has written two books, The King McQueen and The Love Machine. Oh. Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are those uh, still in print? Can we get that on Kindle or something? Uh, Maybe we have some more fun facts right? about Steve McQueen. Fun facts. Super fun facts. Because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, so, babe, what did we learn from Mistress of the Apes? That even if you have a baby ripped from you and murdered, you're ready for an African flight like four hours later. Yeah, makes sense. I learned uh, Zeus will pay two grand for a leopard in 1979. Yeah. Let's time travel and catch some leopards when we still had them. Yeah. I also learned a new saying. Mm -hmm. That's clear as good gin. Mm. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah, I could use that one. I also learned that apparently an ape fucking's the best fucking. I thought that was going to be my last one. Uh, apparently Jane Goodall knows what's up. <laughs> Gotta get that caveman, dude. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to everything uh, I learned from movies. Of course, you can hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, of course, our homepage is eilfm.podbean.com. We're also on that new uh, PodCoin app where you get paid to listen to podcasts. And yeah. we're usually one of the bonus ones. So check us out. And if you use the special code Steve Izzy, <gasps> you start off with 300 extra coins. It's you and me. That is us. Why wasn't it Pickleless Cage? Uh, because I didn't pick it. <laughs> Yeah, if you're looking for amazing art, of course you can check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I got all kinds of fun stuff. I just put a bunch of little tiny paintings up for sale. They're the size of a trading card. They're little watercolors and they're originals. Yeah. And there's everything from pizza to Demetrodons. 
Yeah, but there's also some uh, great Everything I Learned from Movies swag. Yeah, there is. And uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have our first live show. Oh, as soon as what? we uh, get the details, though, we'll let you know about that. But uh, uh, So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from movies. movies. And Pickles Cage came to join us. Hey, Pickles Cage. What do you think about Mistress of the Apes? It was awful. Well said. <laughs> Jungle caught new